Welcome out, everybody. I'm Danny Zimmern sitting in for Andrew McKay, who has a black belt, apparently. I just heard that, but did it, but he's got a lot of belts, doesn't he? Uh, cloth belts. And, Absolutely. Yeah, That's what all that means. kinds of different colored belts. I have belts at home, but I'm not sure they're the same kind of belts he's got. But anyway, I, I'm sitting in for Andrew today and tomorrow from 5 till 9. I was here at 5 a.m. on time. And we were Katie, here earlier Mary, than that. Mary just walked in. I thought she was going to fire me for my volunteer position, but she didn't. We're still here. So we're still here. We're still on the air. It's I'm great. I'm terrified of her. We've had great guests on this morning. I, uh, Of course, the Zimmer team were your residential solution. Um, excuse me, your real estate solution for commercial and residential. Thank you, Tanya. We, I love you. And so uh, we've had some great guests on today. I was a little scared just to have a lot of time to talk because I would say dumb stuff that would get this station in trouble. So, you know, we had folks from Santa Rosa County, Sam Parker, Commissioner, and, and Ed Carson and Tanya Shepard from the Santa Rosa County School District. And then we talked with Lisa Savage about Civicon and D.C. Reeves about our our great young mayor, the right guy at the right time in the right place. And we just had State Representative Michelle Salzman on. And so everybody's got a cleanup hitter, right? That's right. Candy yeah. and Who are we leading up to? We're leading up to Quint Studer. Quint, are you with us? Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm, th- I'm thinking of the music they used to play for the Bulls when they introduced them in their championship season. So I'm very, <laughs> That's exactly very right. excited to run out on the court here. If we had a fog machine, Quint, we'd have it, you know, for you if there was one. But we don't have a fog machine. I, Civicon is such a great uh, thing, and it's a great for all of us. We've all gotten so much smarter. I could tell you from my sitting in Civicon, we've a couple of road diets around town are working uh, residential in downtown is is happening, and and I learned so much, and I'm lucky enough to be in a position to uh, suggest to some people some things that can happen. But Quint, tell us about Civicon and and your vision and how all that kind of came together. Sure, came came together out of frustration, like most things come together sometimes, you know. In 2005. I happened to meet with Jim Clifton, and he did a state help. did the biggest study ever on economic development and why some communities thrive and some don't, and particularly mid, small and mid-market areas like Pensacola. And, you know, once the light gets turned on, a person has two choices. They can either turn it off or they can try to fix it as it shows things. And as I, I was looking at this, I started looking at the our community, because I think if you identify a problem, you should come up with a solution. And our our trends were not good. Our median income was significantly lower than the rest of Florida. Our population was actually shrinking. Our population was getting older. And what I learned in this research called Soul of the City is if you're not keeping your young talent home, you're not going to be a successful community because it's not land that people look for, it's talent that people look for. So I actually brought Jim Clifton in years ago, 2005 or six, to speak out at the IHMC. And then we proceeded, we did the dashboard, we did the quality of life. And and I think we were moving in a nice direction because the hard part here, Danny, you know, even on all day, very, very positive. And certainly we need that. But you also got to sort of say, okay, this is the good things, but hey, we've got some things we've got to keep working on. We've got some things we've got to fix. We've got to clear victory. So my frustration peaked when the Y didn't go on parcel eight and the Center for Entrepreneurship, which was Rishi and I were going to really donate $22 million to put something downtown, and we just couldn't get it through the elected officials at the time. And I started meeting with a group of people at my 
house and other eyes and say, why are things so hard here? And they said, well, maybe people just don't know. So we said, well, why don't we bring in some outside experts from around the country so we do know. So we started bringing in people like Chuck Marone who just turned on the light. And, you know, Gallup says you need a vibrant city for a whole bunch of reasons. If you're downtown, you need a vibrant downtown. Keeps young people home. Baby boomers like it, too, just at different times. But the big win is the financial sustainability because of the tax structure and the density. And like you mentioned earlier, when Chuck Marone came in, he said, you already have have this infrastructure. So we built Southtown. We put Urban Core there. That was about a $66 million investment, which didn't need new roads, didn't need new pipes, didn't need new poles. It's sitting there. So you take a piece of property that was sitting there paying $70,000 in taxes. Now you're paying six, dollars $700,000 in taxes. And like DC said yesterday, we should love that type of development because it's dense and 50% of the dollars that come in to pay police and fire come in through both property tax and then that sales tax of all those people living down here. So that's what brought Civicon. We wanted to not say we don't know. We wanted to give the opportunity for people to learn the best practices. Well, and it paid off for me, Quint, because my daughter, or our daughter, Tanya, and our daughter, Hannah, uh, moved back to Pensacola to practice law. We're thrilled to have her back and she says five or eight years ago she would not have moved back pensacola couldn't have made her happy well and i think that's why i like in dc and i you know i really respect dc stack based i mean hit the housing right on shane phillips who came the national expert on housing pretty much said what dc said all housing is good when we built south town that 150 of those apartments out of 250 were people that sold homes to move downtown well then those homes became available and it's all about talent whoever has the talent wins and we hear that quite often and for example lafayette louisiana did a study at pensacola and basically it showed that we've now reversed migration our our age is going down yet we have more deaths than births which you would think it'd be our population's going up the age is going down, even with the fact that we have more deaths than births, you would think that's well, gee, it shouldn't be like that. But it is if you keep your young talent home. And certainly that's what this has been all about. And that's why I'm, I think DC's um, in his age is bringing this whole peer group to feel optimistic about the community. And they'll be drivers because they've got kids in school. They see, you know, they see the future. I'm going to be here the next 20, 30, 40 years. Let's make it work. And they're not into, I think, a culture of scarcity. I think every community that's successful has people that think a culture of abundance, not a culture of scarcity. Fantastic. And, and you know, Quint, I, I'm lucky to know so much about you because we spend a fair amount of time together, thank goodness, and uh, what you do for Northwest Florida. But we, really, you came here with Baptist Hospital, and you, you kind of fell in love with Pensacola, and we so appreciate <laughs> All you did, and healthcare has really changed over time. Yeah, healthcare has changed tremendously over time, and I, um, I think I, I know you wanted to touch on that a little bit. First of all, the key is always access, and I, I'm not happy with access. So you can't believe how many people call me because I'm in healthcare saying, "Can you get me doc? Can you get me into this? Can you help me here?" And I do, I do. That's I think I'm a triage person for the community at times, but I think. Access is key. Now, the good news is there's more telehealth that's coming. I helped a woman get uh, with a specialist in gastroenterology, and yesterday she had a telehealth call from one of the best gastroenterologists in the world. 
Um, so it's telehealth. I think you're going to see Walmart, CVS, Walgreens all get into the healthcare world pretty aggressively on that outpatient arena. That's good. I think the other thing that's real pot, not it's just the more access, the better. And of course, if you can keep people out of the hospital, that's good because, um, and not that you don't want people in it, in it, but you, you know, that's where the expense comes in. Once they come in there, if you can go outpatient, it's much less expensive. And you're seeing more of that. The other thing I think is really phenomenal is what we call precision medicine. And that's where when somebody has a, a cancer or a, a, anything else, they go in and take your tissue and they can test your tissue to see exactly what type of treatment will work on you. And it's called precision medicine. If people haven't heard it, now that I've said it, you'll start noticing it everywhere. And I think there's actually cities building precision medicine centers. And they're also preventative. You can go to the Grail now and get a test for $944, and they'll tell you of 50 cancers. So I think the diagnosis is getting much better because we, we have a world that is intervention medicine, not prevention medicine. Because we pay for intervention we don't pay for prevention. So if I'm stage two cancer, they might not pay for treatment. Ah, stage three, they'll reimburse it. So wow. I think that's the other challenge is the dollars. Well, you keep making us smart about so many things, and healthcare is is one of those. Quint, let uh, we they want to take a quick break. Can you stay with us till the end of the oh. half hour? Be honored. Okay, perfect. Hang in there. Okay, this is uh, real quick. Taking a look at our uh, roads. We're not showing any slowdowns or delays. Certainly use caution wherever you are. There's a roadblock. It looks like it has been moved off to the side. I-10 eastbound at the exit ramp to 87 south for Milton. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Danny Zimmer sitting in for Andrew McKay. We return with Quint Studer next. Is your house making you sick? Learn about the hazards lurking in your home that can affect your health due to high humidity levels and excess moisture. High humidity levels and excess moisture inside the home are the leading cause of insect infestation, mold, mildew, musty odors, and fungi, which can result in making you sick. Condensations on windows and vents, blistering or peeling paint, and cupping of hardwood floors are all signs of high humidity levels and excess moisture. Learn more today at 9 on Pep Talk with Lisa Murphy from Southern Climate Solutions. Hey, if you've got any kind of a plumbing issue, a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall, when you flush the toilet, there's a boom, 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 or the pressure's bad, or the water temperature is bad. Hey, Barberry can take care of all of that. If it's plumbing, Barberry Plumbing, 477-8782. When I look at my brain and I think about our love story, I think how we began and how we started in middle school and we're, you know, just two friends. In the beginning, I didn't know. But then once we started dating, I was like, mm -hmm, yep, that's going to be my husband. He's going to be the father of my kids one day. <laughs> Say be mine with a gift from Beret Jewelers. Spend $1.99 and get a dozen roses free. Spend $4.99 and receive a dozen roses and dinner at Bonefish Grill. From all of us at Beret Jewelers, happy Valentine's Day. Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa is here to help take the pressure off of you finding the perfect Valentine's Day gift this year. Share your love this Valentine's with a gift of renewal and relaxation at Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Stillwater's offers a variety of spa treatments, including facials, massages, spa pedicures, and more. Valentine's Day gift certificates can be purchased online at stillwatersmedspa.com or in person at the spa located in downtown Pensacola. Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa, Pensacola's world-class luxury spa stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the news radio pensacola app i'm out of pain i'm trying to go 
Okay, welcome back, everybody. This is Danny Zimmern sitting in for Andrew McKay, who's on a beach somewhere. Uh, we know having fun, at, but uh, we're joined by Quint Studer, a friend and a friend to uh, almost everybody. I, Quint, I love one of your favorite lines when you, you're so uh, kind of data-driven and uh, being intentional. That's we, we never said that in Pensacola till you you got here, but but you talked about uh, you're a big believer in, in studies and understanding and, and being accountable. And one of the things you found out about Pensacola early on, that 27%, you, uh, the line I love you say is they'll be against anything. In fact, what you say they're against heaven because it's a gated community, right? Yeah. We, when we were looking at community maritime park, we hired pollsters and cause you know, you hear the people that write letters to the editor and blah, 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 and call radio stations. And, of course, we, you know, we had people just very unusually, um, I thought, nasty at times. And, you know, so we pulled, we pulled constantly and we saw exactly where we were at with, you know, how close it was going to be and what we needed to do. But the other thing they said is they do a question and they ask every citizen a question. And it's a question that most people will be positive about. And they sort of track your negativity and what they came up with. And maybe it's changed. I haven't done this type of poll, but I've done a lot of polling since then is um, most cities have 20 to 22% of the people that are against it. Well, that's okay. Cause you have four for it, one against it. That's really going to carry the, carry the, the deal. We had about 33% against things like that. And so they said, it's going to be really hard to move things in Pensacola because you have two and four and one against, which is really rough. So that's why we worked so hard to get the park project through, because we thought it was more than a park project. It was death, you know, showing people that this town can move forward. Because, you know, you're either, you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. So, yeah, and then the pollster said if God said he was moving heaven to downtown Pensacola, people would be against it because it's a gated community. <laughs> and, so um, great. That is so great. And it's true, you know. And I remember it, you, you, you've talked about it. I'll cut. Through, but you said what we you were told that the town needs a good corner and you you figured out that with some experts that Maine and Palafox was a good corner and uh and, and that's where you dug in and and you did that and I you know I one of the things we do besides real estate commercial and residential but one of the things we do is is Mardi Gras and events and we've been a part of Pelican Drop and and but Mardi Gras for over 25 years and I told you one day, Quint, I want to drive you around in the golf cart. You, you're not going to believe this. And boy, did you get your eyes opened about what Pensacola could do that day, didn't you? Yeah, and I think when you look at a city moving or, or, or going forward, you look at and you call gaps in the teeth. And if you have too many gaps in your teeth, which is vacant buildings, that doesn't send the right message. So I think you're probably trip around the Mardi Gras route now is different than probably a trip around the Mardi Gras around 25 years. So I got my first Mardi Gras example for, and I know you got to run, but when I started at Baptist, my wife wasn't here yet, so they put me at the Crown Plaza. So I'm at the Crown Plaza one night, and I'm hearing all this noise. And I go down, and I'm walking down toward Palafox, and there's this parade going on. And, and next thing you know, this guy in a clown outfit is talking to me, and I'm wondering, who is this? I've just <laughs> moved to town. He's acting like he knows me. Well, it was actually the president of the medical staff that I met with that morning. So, um, great that was story. My first uh, interaction with with Mardi Gras, and, you know, that's bringing community together. And but 
what they show in research is you've got to bring people together. And people are isolating more and more. You know, sometimes even good things have side effects. You know, air conditioning, people don't go out in their yards as much as they used to, out in the front yard. So that's why downtown is important. All communities are important. Programming is important. The stadium is important. It's everything that brings people together because we can get to know each other personally. Normally, we can just create great things if we get just be respectful of each other. Well, we so appreciate you, Quint. You've taught us all so much. Not all of it from you, but from people you've brought here to help us learn together. And I think you've learned at the same time. So uh, Pensacola is, aren't we excited about D.C. Reeves as the mayor? I'm very excited. I tell people, you know, last night I talked about how he got here and how I brought him here. You take the who and the what. And I tell people, I get a lot of credit for stuff D.C. did. And when you worked for me for those seven years, you know, I, I mentioned yesterday, I was like the quarterback that throws a little teeny pass to the halfback and the halfback runs 70 yards. And they say the quarterback threw a 70 yard touchdown pass. So yeah, I think he's going to have challenges. The honeymoon will be over and he's very smart, you know, and I, people might not know this, but I send people that work for me at a certain level for or industrial psychologists. So DC's in the top 2% of people in the United States in intelligence. He's numerically a genius, which means his brain moves so quick that sometimes he might appear that he's impulsive, and he's not. He's just moving so fast because his brain registers. Yesterday, hearing the facts he was giving on was just, I just thought it was enlightening how bright and knowledgeable he is about the community. And um, so, yeah, I think if we're ever going to move the city forward, now's the perfect time to do it with his leadership.